Well, hey, good evening, everybody. How you guys doing? A couple people are doing well. That's good. Well, why don't y'all stand up? I'm really excited just for this night of, of prayer and worship, getting into pressing into God's presence together. Just as I was praying about tonight beforehand, I just was reminded of uh, how special God's promises are. And uh, one of those promises is uh, that his presence is here with us, amen? And that Jesus is alive tonight. There's things that he wants to speak to our hearts, things he wants to change in our lives. You know, a couple other ones I was thinking of is uh, that he never leaves or forsakes us. And I think that one is really timely right now. Uh, with everything going on in, in our world, uh, you know, from presidential changes to family life changes to just the hardships of 2020, uh, just to remember that, that Jesus is ruling and he's reigning, he's right there with us. And when we focus our minds and fix our eyes upon that truth that he never leaves or forsakes us, you know, it makes, it makes our problems a little more bearable, yeah? That he sees us hurting, he sees what's going on, and he's still in control. And so just as we worship tonight, as we sing this first song, just encourage you to take hold of a promise that the Lord has given you. Just think through some of them. One that you hold dear to your heart, one that you're hoping you see come to fruition in your life, whether you're in a, a tough spot or not. So Father, we thank you tonight just for your the promise of your presence, uh, the promise that you're with us, that you never leave us, Lord. And thinking of those things really puts uh, the chaos in the world into perspective. That you're holding us in your hand, you're holding the world in your hand, that nothing's taking you by surprise. Lord, we cling to your promises tonight. We fix our eyes upon you. We welcome you in this place with praise and thanksgiving. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Will we sing Father of Kindness?
I'll rest one more time. And just tonight, if you're wrestling through some, some things, uh, whether it's fear or doubt or anxiety, or you're just stressed out, just encourage you to sing this over your heart, that I'll rest in your faithfulness. You know, it's not in our own strength, but it's in His. saying I'll rest and I will rest in your promises cause my confidence is your faithfulness and I will rest in your promises my confidence is your faithfulness Amen you can have a seat. Thanks for coming tonight to our night of prayer and worship. Uh, if you have never been to one of our nights of prayer and worship, uh, they're a little bit different. Uh, it's a time for us to really seek the Lord, to press into our relationship with Him, to cry out before Him in prayer. And uh, tonight, our first prayer topic is actually one of our pastors, uh, David Franklin. So I'm going to invite David to come up and we're going to pray for him as a church uh, family uh, because tomorrow is his last day on staff and then uh, he and his family move up uh, to Holland, Michigan where he's accepted a position uh, to be a youth pastor uh, there. And so uh, we're really going to miss David and as we were uh, reflecting today uh, as a staff uh, on the giftings that David has, is uh, he's a great discipler. He really does a great job of getting into people's lives one-on-one -on -one, and he's had a lot of uh, fruit here uh, at our church. You know, when he and his wife Sarah came to our church, uh, they're fairly new in their marriage, no kids, and uh, now God's blessed them with three boys uh, and they have a little girl on the way. So they're going to be a, a family of four before too long. So it's, uh... so if you would pray with me, I'm going to lead us out in prayer, but if you would pray with me, and then also too, if you would remember to pray for uh, David in the weeks and months to come. You know, transition is hard, transition is uh, difficult, and just that the Lord would go before them and provide for them and give them favor at his new church and in this new uh, community. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you for, for David. Um, thank you for the call on, on his life. Lord, thank you for him years ago saying yes to serve you. And Lord, him once again saying yes to your call. And Lord, we're thankful for the time he's had here at RMC and the way he's impacted our lives and impacted students and served in youth and, and young adults. So we do thank you that you're his good shepherd, that you go before the Franklins. And we just pray Psalms 23 over them, that you would lead them to green pastures as a family and in ministry, that you would restore their soul, that this would be a time of your restorative work in, in their lives, or that you would place them by, by still waters, that you would lead them through the valley of the shadow of death and prepare tables before them, God. We just, just pray for your provision spiritually and physically and even in times where there's enemies that you would prepare a table uh, before them. And you would anoint their head with oil. You would anoint David's head with oil. That his cup would run over. Jesus, would you just pour into him your Holy Spirit and that that would just flow out of him to his family and to those that he ministers to. We pray for his boys that they would know you and serve you and follow you and 
for his daughter, Lord, that's in the womb, that you would bless her and your spirit would be working in her heart. Pray you'd really bless uh, his bond with his sons and his daughter. Lord, be with Sarah as uh, she moves to a new community and, and bless her and plant her, God. And so we pray for your richest blessings uh, upon them. We also lift up the young adults ministry to you and pray that you would make it really clear who you're raising up to, to pastor uh, our young adults here at our church. So we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thanks, David. And if you would be in prayer, uh, we're in the process of interviewing and praying about who's the next young adults pastor. So if you'd be in in prayer uh, about that. Um, Tonight, as we wait upon the Lord, I would want to encourage you in the area of of intimacy with the Lord. And sometimes uh, we don't think about that too often, of, of being close with the Lord and pouring out our love to the Lord. One of the illustrations that we're given is that marriage pictures Christ in the church, that Jesus is the bridegroom and we, the church, is the bride. And that speaks of how close God wants us uh, to be to him. We're going to flip the order of service and we're going to take communion right now. We're going to enter into communion. And sometimes we get so used to our liturgy. That's just an order of service where we have worship and teaching and then we take communion, worship, teaching, and, and we take communion. And I want us to really pause tonight at the communion table. We're going we're gonna to wait upon the Lord in communion. We have a tendency to lose sight of what's important in our relationship with God. And Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. He doesn't want us to forget the main thing, and that's his sacrifice for us, his broken body, his shed blood for us. He, he was broken so that we could be made whole. And what areas of, of your soul tonight are, are broken where you feel empty and Bring that before your Savior. Bring that before your, your shepherd, your, your bridegroom, and, and be honest uh, with him and remember his, his broken body. And by his stripes, we, we are healed. And let him meet you and comfort you and restore you. When as we think of the cup, the cup of the new covenant, we have this new contract with God that's not based on our performance, but it's based on the finished work of the cross and to receive the forgiveness of sin afresh. Is there a weight of sin that's on your heart this evening? And confess that to the Lord and receive his his forgiveness. Allow him to be the lifter of your head. In communion, we proclaim his death till he comes. We're saying, Jesus, we know you're gonna come for your church. We're looking forward to the day that we're forever gonna be with you. So the elements are here uh, in the front and feel free to take the elements back to your seat as you're ready, as you've reflected on the sacrifice of the Lord, as you have reflected on your own soul and allowing the Lord to to meet with you, then enter in and and partake in communion. And then after a few songs, we'll move into some other things for our night of prayer and worship. So would you stand with me and let's pray together as we prepare our hearts to take communion this evening. Jesus, we know that you're personal, that you love us, that this is a loving relationship with you. And we don't want it to be stagnant. And we're here to draw near to you, to pursue you. And even as we take communion, forgive us for allowing this just to be a ritual or something that we do at the end of service. 
But Jesus, we give you our attention and we're thankful that your body was broken so that we could be made whole. Would you make us whole tonight? Would you bring healing and restoration and, and refreshment into our souls? We thank you, Jesus, that your blood provides forgiveness of sin. And would you wash us afresh with your blood? Would you lift our heads this evening? Holy Spirit, would you meet us in a special way with communion? And we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
read to you Isaiah chapter 40 and just allow these words from God's word to sink in and provide encouragement for us uh, this evening. And then we're going to head into a time of prayer. This is Isaiah 40 verse 1. It says, comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain shall be brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. The voice said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, all and all of its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. O Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into the high mountains, O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, behold your God. Behold, the Lord shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them into his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, measured heaven with a span, and calculated the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in a scale and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the spirit of the Lord? Or who his counselor has taught him. With whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of justice? Who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are a drop in the bucket and counted as small as dust on the scale. Look, he lifts up the isles as a very little thing and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn nor its beasts sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are nothing, and they are counted by him less than nothing and worthless. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare to him? The workman molds an image, the goldsmith overspreads its gold, and the silversmith casts silver chains. Whoever is to be impoverished for such a contribution chooses a tree that will not rot, he seeks for himself a skillful workman to prepare a carved image. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth. Think about that for a moment. He sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are grasshoppers. Who stretches out the heavens like a curtain? and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He brings the princes to nothing. He makes the judges of the earth useless. Scarcely they shall be planted. Scarcely they shall be sown. Scarcely their stock take root in the earth. 
when he who also blown on them, and they will wither, and the whirlwind will take them away like stubble. To whom then will you liken me? Or to whom shall I be equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and see who has created these things, who brings out their hosts by number. He calls them by name. By the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one is missing. Calls the stars by name. Not one star is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God? Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increased strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This chapter gives us a great view of God. It causes us to behold God in his majesty. He's not in a place where he's threatened by the actions of man or the actions of of nations. And we're encouraged to lift our eyes to the heavens, to, to lift our eyes to the creator and wait upon him. Are you in a place tonight where you say, I need strength. I'm weary, I'm tired, I'm I'm worn out. Well, you've come to the right place. And we're gonna go to the throne room of God together and we're gonna wait upon the Lord together and ask that he would renew our strength. We're gonna spend a few moments humbling ourselves uh, before the Lord. When we read this chapter, isn't it amazing how majestic God is? So what we're going to do as a church family, if you're able to and you feel comfortable, is we're just going to get on our knees together, humble ourselves before the Lord, pray together, and then we're going to move back into a time of worship. So if you would join me on your knees and let's go before the Lord's throne and claim this promise that God gives strength to those who, who are weak. So, Father, we do humble ourselves before you. You're worthy of our praise. You're, you're worthy of our adoration. And you're our dad, you're, you're our father. You're the creator of the universe. You've spoken all things into existence. You've created the stars. You know each of them by name. You know that one of them is, is not missing. You reign sovereignly, supremely over the nations of the world. We are so magnified in our own estimation, but you see us as grasshoppers. One little blow upon us and and we're dust. And who is like you? No one even comes close to you in your power and in your majesty. But you give us a great promise here that as we wait upon you, that you're gonna renew our strength. So let's take a moment to, to wait upon the Lord, just to be still before him, to allow him to speak to us. Psalms 46 says, be still and know that I'm God. So allow yourself to be still before the Lord.
What is it that the Lord is speaking to you? What, what words of encouragement? What, what promises of his scripture? What characteristics of his nature is he emphasizing to you this evening? receive that from him. Let's give to him our our burdens. We're told in the scripture to cast our care upon him because he cares for us. The concerns you have personally, the burdens you have for our country. So whatever burdens that you're, you're carrying, those, those areas that you're overwhelmed. Jesus, where our heart is overwhelmed, lead us to the rock that's higher than us. Bring us to that place of perspective and safety and security as we pour out our burdens before you. to him. He's he's able to take those burdens tonight. Ask for strength in those specific areas of weakness. Spend a few moments giving God our adoration. Father, we thank you that you're faithful, that your word is true, it's impossible for you to lie. Thank you that your name is a strong tower and we we run into your character and your nature. Thank you that you're with us, that you never leave us or forsake us. Thank you for the promise of eternal life. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that lives inside of us, that's our helper and our teacher. Thank you, Jesus, that you're our good shepherd. Areas of who God is and what he's done for you, give him your praise and your adoration. Be specific. Father, I pray over those tonight that just need that renewal that we read of in your word. That transaction of our weakness for your strength. That you would renew our strength. And as we continue to wait upon you, would you be gracious to renew our strength this evening. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together. As we continue in worship tonight, may we be challenged to not just go through the motions of worship, but 
to enter into the Lord's presence and continue to wait upon him. And when we think about waiting upon the Lord, there is that patience and that slowing down, but there's also an active pursuit. You think of when you go to a restaurant, remember when you used to go to a restaurant? (laughs) And the server waits on you. Make sure that you have water and your food and if you order a dessert, checks in with you and as we wait upon the Lord, it's, it's pouring out our heart to him and drawing near to him. And as we continue in worship, feel, 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 feel that freedom to be able to sit and to kneel, maybe to go to the back of the sanctuary and, and walk, to raise your hands before the Lord. What God's doing in your heart to, to then follow that up with actions. If you're feeling adoration in your heart, lift your hands before the Lord. If you're feeling desperation before God to, to get back on your knees, maybe in quiet contemplation to, to sit and to be still before him. Allow the, the spirit to lead you in that place. But this is the promise of God that as we wait upon the Lord that he renews our strength. God wants to bring renewal. He, he wants to bring healing and refreshment. Jesus said that he is the living water. He who comes to him will will never thirst. That's an invitation for us. The throne room of God is open tonight for us to come and find grace and help in that, that time of need. So let's press in and continue to wait upon the Lord. Allow God to, to lead you in this time of, of worship and intimately pursuing and waiting upon the Lord.
as we were singing those songs of exalting the Lord in all things and singing about his greatness and his power. Songs about his faithfulness. I realize that that can be a really tough thing to sing. There are those of us in here who have lost a lot over the past year. Worshiping and praising the Lord and posturing our heart towards thanksgiving is a really tough thing sometimes. But just that reminder of, of it's His breath in our lungs. And He saved us, He's ransomed our souls. we dedicate our lives, pour out our hearts to him. Kind of like Pastor Eric was saying, sometimes worship, most of the time worship is a choice. You know, we don't walk through those, those doors and all the problems in our lives are magically sorted out. You know, we carry things and it can be hard to sing. It can be hard to worship. in this moment, wherever you're at, really position your heart towards that of gratitude, towards thanksgiving, towards his character, no matter how hard that is. Because he's worthy of our worship, amen. He's worthy of our, our adoration. He's worthy of anything that we could bring him. It's not a whole lot. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but a lot of times for me, it's not a whole lot. What I can bring is, is pretty disappointing, I feel like. of praise. So let's just sing that bridge again. Let's rejoice.
the chasm that lay between us How high the mountain I could not climb In desperation I turned to heaven And spoke your name into the night And through the darkness Your loving kindness Tore through the shadows of my soul The work is finished The end it's written Jesus Christ, my
My life. 